This podcast is brought to you by our funders, Building Better Homes, Towns and Cities and Puranga Kura Māori Research Centre. E te tī, e te tā, nau mai piki mai ki tēnei i pāho ara ko he whare mō wai. This episode features William Hatton, who will be talking to us about what it's like to live in an apartment in Tāmaki Makoto in the big city. William moved away from his whānau and kahungunu to pursue higher education and better job opportunities and now rents with his cousin. He shares his housing experiences, his mahi and landscape architecture and how he creates a home away from home. Tēnā are are taringa mai. Tēnā koe e hoa, um, pai te kite ki a koe. Um, welcome to He Whare Mō Wai, our podcast about rangatahi and housing. Um, if you could start by just introducing yourself and a bit about who you are. Awe. A katangi te titi, katangi te kaka, katangi koe, a tihei mauri ora. A te mihi tuatai, a te atua i rungorawa, nōna nei o ngā mea katoa i tēnā koe. A te whare tūmai nei, te whare iti. Tutonu tutonu tēnā koe Ai papa tūnuku takoto ki waho takoto takoto tēnā koe Ai ngā mate, ai ngā tini aitua Hai reki hawaiki nui, hawaiki roa, hawaiki pāmao mao Haire, haire, haire atura Ai te mihi tūrua, kia koe, um, e hoa um, Ai, kia nui te mihi kia koe, um, harikoa au Ka kite kia koe, ki te kōrera mō tēnā kau papa whakahira hira uh, nā reira, ka nui te mihi, ka nui te mihi ki a koe. Um, ai, ko wai au, um, ko William Hatton tōku ingoa, a he uri a hau, nō Ngāti Kaungunu, Ngāti Rungo Mai Waihine, Ngāti Raukawarangi Tāne me Maupoko hoki. Uh, he kai hoa hoa whenua au, um, e te prake au, e raro i te mato rongo kako, engari e noho ana au ki Tamaki Makaurau naia nei. Um, nō reira, nō mai, hara mai, tōku whare iti, um, kia ora. So yeah, lovely to be here, Hoa, to have a kōrero with you about this awesome kaupapa. Um, so yeah, um, guess my mahi, I'm a landscape architect um, here in Tāmaki. Um, I've been working at a firm called Boffa Miskel um, for four and a half years now. Um, and it's been an awesome space to work in um, and really yeah, explore what it means to be I guess the landscape architect. Um, so what what a landscape architect is, my focaro on what what I do is um, how we work, design, connect back to the whenua. That's how I perceive what I do for my mahi um, through education as well. Um, but also how we can bring design and that into our spaces that reflect our faces um, within those places. So yeah, that's me. Awesome. And so can you tell us a little bit about your, your background, um, where you grew up mm-hmm. um, and and how you ended up here in Tāmaki? Mm-hmm. So I was born in, born and raised in Ahurere, 
um, Hira Taunga, um, our families, yeah, they're only 20 k's apart, but um, we lived in that area, um, and then, yeah, did all my studies there, oh, did all my, you know, schooling there, and then, yeah, when I left high school, I moved to, um, to Whanganui Atara to undertake my studies in um, architecture down in uh, Victoria, so, um, yeah, three years there, or oh, three years um, BA, and then my master's in, in landscape architecture, um, so five years all up in Wellington, um, and it's been it's been an interesting ride. Um, and then obviously, yeah, have moved up to Tamaki in twenty eighteen, um, and started my mahi here. So pretty much finished my studies. I did a bit of stinting research, and then once that finished, pretty much moved up here. So yeah, it's been yeah ten years now since I've pretty much left home. Um, yeah, and it's pretty. Well, you know, I was talking to Fano, and that's yeah, pretty much been half my life I've been away from home. And yeah, you know, I miss home, but yeah, you know, you kind of go where the mahi is. But I know that yeah, when I go home, yeah, that's that'll always be my home. So yeah, that's a bit of yeah, where I'm from, I guess what I've done, um, my studies, and then yeah, where I am currently. So yeah. Um. So do you have uh, any or many Fano here? I know, I believe you live with your cousin. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So. Yeah, before I moved here into our Fidi in the city, um, I've been living with Fano down in Pukekohe. So the past three years, I've been you know living there, commuting into the city for mahi, commuting back. Um, and there are only other family that live away from Ahuriri, Hiratonga. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I'm sort of the next one. Well, I'm the only other one to move away from home from our wider Fano. So my aunties, uncles, all my cousins, um, and now my my yeah Taylor here. He's with me. Um, he's sort of the next one to follow. So, yeah, and you know, I look back to my my um, kaumatua, my kuia. Um, you know, they they were from a generation that you know, with the whole urban Māori shift, mm. they were part of that movement. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm kind of following in their footsteps. And my koro was a um, station master at various um, for the NZ Railways um, at various locations. So he was based in Palmerston, Nuhaka, Kawakawa. And now settle back home in Napier. Um, and yeah, our whanau just remained there. Just, yeah, the mahi was there. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm kind of that next one to move. And, you know, it's been, yeah, it's been a been an awesome journey, awesome ride. And, you know, who knows where I'm to next. So, yeah. So what's it, what's it been like? Um, you know, how did you adjust to leaving home and being away from home? And how have you kind of set up home mm. here yeah. based on kind of the way you were brought up? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I guess the whole adjustment shift has been, um, for me, a bit of a journey. Mm. Um, so back in 2009, I lost my papa. Mm. So there was just my mum and my two sisters. Um, and, you know, we struggled. Mm. Um, you know, we moved in with our nan and koro. Mm. Um, they took care of us. And, you know, I would have been year 10 probably 14 when my father died. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's been interesting from that, that perspective, um, you know, having the wider whanau support there too. Um, and just whole adjustment, I think that's kind of been one of the things that has supported me is that, um, you know, having my whanau right there to support me. Um, and you obviously, you know, that transition from, yeah, obviously leaving home, you know, that was a big thing. Um yeah, you know, I probably can't, yeah, many times, uh, you know, be on the phone, if I know, you know, my mum's, 
you know, I don't want to be here. And Wellington, when I was in my studies, you know, crying. and But, you know, you just learn to adjust um, for my own, you know, well-being. And I guess, um, yeah, you know, for them to support me during that. Um, you know, obviously as a student, you know, there's only so much, you, particularly, you know, even in Wellington, trying to afford things and that, you know, I certainly thank my mum and my sisters, you know, my two older sisters um, for supporting me through. Um, and yeah, I think that just that whole adjustment, um, yeah, has been, yeah, really, really interesting, um, yeah, kind of space to kind of navigate. Um, and then, yeah, just obviously that adjustment to here to Tamaki, um, I guess it was much easier, that transition, obviously, because having whānau here, based here, you know, I think that whole, having that support system um, has been key. Um, and yeah, and now there's adjustment moving into the city, um, kind of that independency. Um, and yeah, so I've just learned to adjust to, yeah, you know, what current times, you know, where I am. So, yeah. Mm. And so this funny that you're in now, mm. right in the middle of the city, <laughs> A uh, little apartment, you know, not yeah. not what we used to as Māori, no. especially if we've moved to the city yeah. from home. Yeah. Um, and with your cousin, so this is your first, the first kind of home or whare that's been yours that you've been able to like set up as what you would like yeah. a home to sort of feel like. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Um, well, when I was down at Victoria, you know, I, oh, the yeah. first years, um, you know, you're in your student halls, and then second year, you know, we're not flatting with a um, few mates, mm -hmm. but you know, in terms of, I guess, my sense of home, I just did, that didn't feel right. Um, but after that, you know, I um, I was just living by myself independently. And I had my own little studio, and and that was great, I guess, in terms of you know how I like things and you know my own space and you know, you know, for us as Māori, you know, you know, they like to come down and see you. You know, it's like you have your mattresses lying around, so you know. Um, you know, I could fit you know, all my whanau in that little studio, surprisingly. There were like eight of us in there one time. So, um, yeah, and, you know, even being here, you know, now, yeah, you know, being able to just, yeah, have my own little space, you know, to do that. And, you know, as much as, you know, living with my whanau pussy, you know, it's been awesome. Um, but, you know, these times where you do need your own space. Um, and, you know, yeah, I guess near the end, you know, it's kind of, and I don't think, you know, obviously, past couple of years, you know, COVID and everything, you know, it's been a real challenge for everyone. Um, but now, you know, getting out there more, we're able to, you know, get out of the, get, yeah, go beyond now. And, um, yeah, so it's it's been really nice just to have my own little space away from home. And, you know, I'll always have my home back in Hawke's Bay. Um, you know, I even have, I consider my nana kuro's home my, my kaingatahi. Mm -hmm. Um, it's we've had that home for nearly fifty years, so you know, and and that's my marae. Um, you know, unfortunately, yeah, we didn't grow up as par kids. Um, you know, we didn't grow up learning reo and all of that. Um, but yeah, having our nan and kuro's home was always our safe haven, our safe space, our our fare mōwai. So yeah, that's that's my kāngata, and obviously there's my my parents' home. We still have. Um, and in this space too, so yeah, you know, it's a nice little space away from home. Yeah. So something I noticed as soon as we walked in today was like the mattresses behind the couch, the tea and coffee set up, the raku raku everywhere. Um, and you know, my first instinct is, oh, we're in a Māori home. So yeah, what is that? What what's that about? And what does that mean to you? 
uh, you know, I can probably take that learning from my nan and koro, you know, they would always, manaki whanau, wherever you come from, friends, whoever come out, um, they would always do that, and, you know, we just learned from them that, you know, and even when you came through here, you know, you took your shoes off at the door, you know, we do that too, you know, we just, you know, Marys, we walk around here in bare feet, so, you know, um, but yeah, you know, we, that's just our, you know, our way of life, you know, we know that stuff, you know, tea, coffee, you know, spaces, so, yeah, you know, it's, for us, it's, you know, for us, it's normal, and, you know, um, so, yeah. And, like, no matter how big or small no, you are, no matter how big <laughs> or small, I mean, space. yeah, there's only two of me and my cousin, but we've got three guitars, like, you know, <laughs> what's the extra one for, like, house party. Yeah. And, obviously, you know, mattresses, yeah, you know, you got to when whanau comes. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah, you always make room. You always make room. Yeah. 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 Or you adjust to the space. Because mm. um, when we moved in here, you know, this, we came here fully furnished. Mm. Um, but, you know, things we bought, like, you know, these these seats and you know a lot of few other things just to make it homely yeah. um yeah so you know you just you just adjust to the space you know mm. um but yeah like you say you know we just we still yeah all that normal stuff yeah mm. you know tea coffee yeah we, how we manaki yeah yeah absolutely so i want to come back to this kind of idea of home but um first i want to sort of dive in a bit to, about your mahi mm. Um, so what? Why landscape architecture? What what got you interested in? That well, as a um, I wasn't. That wasn't always what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, like being and living in Napier, Hawkes Bay, you know, Arctica City. I was always fascinated by architecture. Mm. First, firstly, um, and it wasn't until I got to you know, Victoria, and in your first year, you get to kind of test and you know, understand mm. you know the different areas, mm. whether it be architecture, interior, landscape. Um, or building science so you know you go through uh, yeah kind of getting an understanding of all of those and I guess I lead more towards landscape architecture in terms of I guess my values and kind of the mahi that it that it provides um you know I, I look at my nan and koro you know they you know alfano you know with the whenua you know some, when they were young you know before they moved around um so yeah there was just that connection to whenua I think for me um, that kept me grounded and I guess that kind of prompted me to lean towards that in terms of explore you know how yeah how design um, how our rootedness to the whenua can inform the spaces that we inhabit mm. um, and though and, you know it's kind of certainly been um, interesting you know I'm only one of 15 LA's Māori here in Aotearoa and across the across Te Ao mm. um, and, you know, even now, you know, um, we're still getting small numbers through, um, coming through. Um, but it's been interesting, I guess, for me to be able to kind of challenge and test those spaces. Mm. Um, I mean, I look at some of our tuakana in the space I work in. And, you know, it's kind of just the now. We're sort of in the now moment where, you know, we are making those big shifts, those big changes. Um with a lot of things, um, certainly, you know, we know how institutes work. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, I love my mahi that I do. And particularly working with our whanau, our iwi, our hapu. Um, and, you know, what a great place, I think, to test and explore that. Then here in Tamaki, you know, 19 mana whenua. You know, that in itself is unique. So being able to, you know, work with them, understand their, their purako, their kōrero, their values. Um you know, their mamai and how we can support them with that 
integration of their faces within these spaces. So I think that's been a blessing for me, is actually being here in Tamaki, being based here in Tamaki, working in Tamaki, um, working with our mana whenua, and actually seeing how we can work with our other iwi hapu around the motu, and exploring, yeah, how we reshape our spaces. Mm. Mm. And so um, you're working at Bofamasco, which is yes. one of the, if not the biggest yeah. and top landscape um, companies in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the, if you can talk a little bit more about some of the projects you've been able mm-hmm. to work on? And, yeah. and you talk about this, I think it's really po- important, this idea of seeing mm. ourselves in our spaces, mm. in our public spaces. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what we'll talk a little bit more about yeah. some of those projects. Yeah, so, yeah, certainly my fir- our firm has been around for 50 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be its 50th year. And, you know, even in our firm, there's um, three Māori, um, LA Māori. Yeah. Um, Out of how many? How many? Oh, LA's is probably about 100 plus. Yeah. 100, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think. Well, and even to state that we're probably the most, we're probably the biggest, with, you know, amount of Māori within our industry, yeah. in our office. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, some of the mahi, um, I probably won't go into too much detail, just in terms of, you know, respecting, um, you know, mm. clients, you know. But um, yeah, you know, some of the mahi I've been involved with has been, you know, working directly with, you know, hapu and whānau, mm. right across the motu, so, you know, here in Tāmaki, um, working with, you know, all the mana whenua here, developing, you know, their spaces, you know, from parks to streets, um, even guidelines, reports, developments, um, and, you know, even down in, I've got a bit of mahi down and waited up at the moment, we my own whanau down there. Um, and again, it's, a, it's really that face-to-face interaction mm-hmm. for me, um, really listening and learning from our whanau, you know, they called it all, um, and how we interpret that in our spaces. Um, and, you know, it's such beautiful taonga, all that they have. Mm. Um, yeah, and how we can be, I guess, uh, um, yeah, co-creators of, you know, of that. And mm. um, so, yeah, you know, simple things as, you know, listening to the quarter, how we interpret that within, you know, things mm. like the pavement treatment or um, how we incorporate that within, you know, the park space, like mm. Burako and all of that. So... Yeah, you know, it's those little things for me that, you know, has really, yeah, it really developed, uh, really grown my my own knowledge mm-hmm. in that space is, um, yeah, and how we interpret that through design. Um, so you talk about how there's so few landscape architects who are Māori. Um, considering that, you know, Māori have an intrinsic connection with the whenua, you'd think it would be quite a popular um, industry for Māori. How would you pitch landscape architecture to rangatahi? Um, well, for me, it's certainly, you know, that connectedness to whenua. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, understanding that whakapapa, and I think, you know, even I look at some of our um, Pākehā in our industry, mm. they're really grasping with that whakapapa concept, and, mm. um, you know, I've been fortunate to be able to teach some of our tauira coming through the universities. Um, and yeah, it's really that grasp understanding of, you know, who we are, how we connect to our places, mm. um, how we connect to the whenua, um, and yeah, how we can support it, whether it be through design, um, yeah, and in that manner. And yeah, mm. I think for, yeah, for me, you know, 
what I would say to Rangate is, you know, this is an awesome, awesome space to work in. Um, any design space really is awesome. You know, I look at your mahi and architecture, you know, it's great, you know. And, but again, yeah, I guess, yeah, for me, it's, you know, that really connection for Rangate of Tutawira, you know, would be that connection to whenua. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and really grounding yourself um, and how you can take, you know, that groundedness and, yeah, really explore that through design and, mm-hmm. and that. And, and, you know, landscape architecture is quite broad in this sense, you know, you're not just confined to design, you know, you can assess the whenua, you can, you know, actually be hand in hand with the whenua. Um, you know, we're quite broad. So, yeah, you know, for me, for Rangatahi, that would be, yeah, you know, that passion for whenua is, yeah. So something that we've talked about a couple of times um, is this idea that, you know, you do everything right, you've got a degree, you've got a master's, um, you've got a good job, you've done all the things and gone through all the stages, and yet the kind of harsh reality of how expensive housing is and life is today, you still can't really achieve those housing kind of goals that that were sort of set out when we were younger? I mean, you know, my... You know, I always dreamed of having, you know, the, the dream, you know, like our, our parents would have grown up, you know, the quarter acre dream and that. But, you know, reality now, it's like, you know, we've got so much development happening, so much intensification, intensification. It's like, you know, we can't really have that dream. So, yeah, you kind of adjust. Um, so I guess my whakaro on a, I guess, you know, away from home would be, you know, I've enjoyed living in the city, close to the city. Um, even living in apartments has been you know, really enjoyable. Mm. I mean, yet you may not have, you know, the land out the back, but um, I guess, you know, being in, you know, this type of environment in an apartment building, it's quite interesting, you know, seeing the fun, you know, in this building, we've got all sorts of people. We've got professionals, we've got whanau, we've got, we've even got a few, you know, gang whanau downstairs. So, you know, it's a real, real multi, you know, multi, um, yeah, whanau space here. So, um, yeah. I guess for me, you know, my my guess vision for a home would be, yeah, you know, I'm I'm quite happy with you know this look something like this a little funny, you know, that's all I need, um, you know, the basics, um, you know, a kitchen, you know, a little, sp- you know, open, you know, it's great that we can have open space, and plain living, um, you know, bedroom, you know, as long as there's the essentials, you know, I'm happy, you know, and I guess I just adjust with you know the times and and that so yeah. Yeah, and I guess in other big cities, you know, this is normal to live mm. in a yeah. in an apartment, even mm. with your whānau. Yeah. But as long as you know we've got some nice urban yeah. spaces exactly. and parks yeah. that are being designed by Bofana yeah. School. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're so, fortunate, you know, we we are, you know, just down the road here. You know, we've got Queen Vic Park. Mm. So you know, if we need a, you know, these playgrounds under, you know, take whānau, we just go there or go to the waterfront, or you know, walk along the waterfront. So, you know, it's not like we, you know not in the middle of nowhere with no spaces, you know, well, you know, play spaces or anything like that. But, um, yeah, you know, as long as there's, you know, you're in close proximity to things like that, yeah, you know. And so um, something we've discussed is this idea of, you know, as Māori, um, mm. education is, you know, really important, yeah. or not just as for Māori, yeah. but we're, we're, you're told by our whānau yeah. and our parents, education's the way, um, and you've got a degree, you've mm. got your master's, um, and yet still housing is yeah. unaffordable. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about about that kind of 
You know, you've, got, you've done everything right, yeah. and yet, and yet, still, still yeah. can't. Yeah. yeah, two steps is one step back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can think of, um, you know, my parents and my grandparents' generation. You know, they could buy a home for I think Anenakoro bought their home for twenty thousand um, dollars. And then you know, I look at my parents. You know, they bought their first home at two hundred thousand dollars, and that's you know a new, yeah. Well, at the time, you know, new four bedroom home. You know, built. Um, so and you know you look at the reality now like what a million dollars we're knocking on here is the average house price um and you know even apartments like these can go for half a mil mm. so you know reality well for me you know i'm sitting on a any time soon to you know yeah mm. afford to afford to buy mm. um and obviously you know there's all these you know with banks you know the certain threshold you have to meet um you know 20 percent you know deposit you know reality and then obviously the cost of living has gone up everything's going up um and you know it's like how how can you how can you really save how can you really afford to buy you know homes and so yeah you know next best thing you know obviously you know i was fortunate i guess um you know be living with finance so you know i was able to save and you know put some more money into my deposit but even now you know it's still yeah you know still low you know well in terms of you know that that, that threshold um but yeah you know it's yeah you kind of just gotta deal with a bit with what is so yeah and there's a so this kind of harsh reality yeah has it made you think differently about what your like sort of future housing aspirations are yeah um yeah it definitely has um you know i've had my sister you know she's yeah she's got her second fight in now um so you know i'm all you know, and because she, you know, certainly within our urban, bigger, you know, cities that, you know, obviously price is going to be bigger mm. back home, you know, obviously, you know, they can afford to buy a second home. So, you know, there has been times like, you know, I know the final, like, you should just come back home. Um, and, you know, I've been tempted to go back home. Mm. Um, but again, you know, you kind of got to go where the mahi is. And unfortunately, mahi's not there yet. yet. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and that, that's my reality. Hopefully one day is to yeah hopefully move back home hopefully not too you know too early yeah. um but yeah in terms you know i just got to adjust really in terms of you know but it's you know being able to move and you know like just a short period of time obviously you know um you know, four four and a half years here now um you know who, who knows where i might be next year or the year after so you know i don't want to kind of put my stake in the ground and yeah, you know, I want to buy this. So, yeah, it's interesting. So, so there's something there about being able to have yeah the flexibility, flexibility of yeah. where you might end up mm. in the next five, yeah. ten years. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Cool. I think one more question I want to ask is, for you, what what does home mean to you? What does home mean to me? <laughs> um, well, my home is whānau. Um that's what's most important to me. Mm. Um, yep, you know, four walls, you know, that makes a home. Well, you know, from that bit, but for me, a home is, yeah, my whānau. Um, I can go anywhere and know that, yeah, you know, I'm safe in there. Um, they're safe with me, I'm safe with them. So, mm. um, you know, and like I said, you know, my home is back at my nan and kōros. Um, that will always be home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, sadly we lost our koro this year. And so, you know, it, it's a bit mamai at the moment, seeing my nan and koro's whare empty. Yeah. Um, no one there. Um, but yeah, that will always be my home. And yeah, you know, the Fano, that's where we were all born, you know. Um, 30 moko, nine children, 30 moko, 25 great moko now. So yeah, that will always be home and that that's my Fano. So yeah. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your corridor with us this morning. Um, and all the best with the future, whatever it holds. Kia ora, hua. No, thank you. It's been been awesome to have this call. We hope you enjoyed that episode. Just a disclaimer from us. We are no housing experts. However, we are passionate about supporting rangatahi to secure safe, adequate and healthy homes.